The Australian Trainers Association presents. Here's McKay Neva. A nation rules for a hero. She's going to win. Swings it down the outside. It's going to get desperate. Michelle Payne has created history in Flemington. It's Jeremy's Melbourne Cup. Protection is by Crewlands to Red Canal. Welcome trainers to the podcast for this week. We've got four topics to discuss today. The first of those is cobalt, which has been very topical in the press. And we'll talk about the response from Racing Australia to a number of concerns that we raised. We'll also speak about the equine welfare response by Racing Victoria providing around $25 million over the next three years. We'll also highlight some infrastructure issues at some of our regional tracks. Finally, we'll talk about track preparation across this spring period as we move into summer. (laughs) Members will remember we sent a letter to Racing Australia on the 16th of August. We raised a number of concerns in that letter around the science uh, with our cobalt process with the process of obtaining the swabs, the process around the testing, um, also some concerns around the multivitamins and how that reacted or how that contributed to the cobalt positives. We also highlighted that some of the international jurisdictions, in particular England, Ireland and New Zealand, had softened their approach towards the penalties for cobalt breaches and had moved towards introducing some fines as opposed to simply disqualifications and or suspensions. Overarching all of this was concerns with a number of participants, not only in the thoroughbred industry, but across all the codes who had rule breaches over the last six years. That number was around 300 plus, with almost 100 of those um, being applicable to the thoroughbred code. Earlier this week we received the response from Racing Australia and unfortunately it wasn't the response we were seeking. Racing Australia say they see no need to change their current approach to cobalt under the rules of racing. They also believe that their collection and testing processes are satisfactory. Sadly, Racing Australia did not even address the issue of the international jurisdictions introducing monetary fines. Uh, No comment whatsoever uh, in that regard. This is disappointing for the ATA, but more so disappointing for participants. Uh, The ATA supplied a significant amount of scientific support and information to Racing Australia in the hope that we could move towards an independent assessment of those areas of concern. Unfortunately, at this stage, that's not materialised in the response from Racing Australia. The ATA will be assessing its options here across the course of the next week. We will provide members with a further update shortly thereafter. $25 million. It's a large number, and that's the figure that Racing Victoria have committed towards welfare, equine welfare in Victoria across the next three years. At the centrepiece of this is an increase in the welfare levy, currently 1% of prize money, which will increase to 2%. Um, The -the off-the-track program that currently attracts around $500,000 will be more than doubled. Racing Victoria will also offer greater veterinary support services to trainers for horses under their care. And finally, Racing Victoria intend to employ up to four persons in their equine welfare strategy unit who can obviously provide a greater depth of service to participants in Victoria. 
A significant commitment by Racing Victoria and something that the ATA, together with the participants, should applaud. The ATA will be working very closely with Racing Victoria and, of course, the participants as these welfare initiatives are introduced. We have our eye on some regional infrastructure works at this point in time. The Seymour Racetrack is about to get a makeover. As members will be aware, there's been significant issue with the Seymour track and its ability to hold together. There has also been concerns with serious kickback. As of Sunday, the track will be shut and there'll be a rejuvenation program where up to 20 millimetres of the topsoil will be removed and Kikuya will be oversown into the current thatch to try and better hold the surface and the track itself together. The program of rejuvenation is around six months. We hope to be back racing on the course proper at Seymour somewhere in April 2020. Another focus is the crossing at Tatura. The crossing is uneven. It also sits quite close to the winning post and there's a lip as you exit the crossing where the course proper rises up. We're currently in discussions with Racing Victoria on options to rejuvenate this crossing as well as potentially to move this crossing to a more ideal location which is further away from the winning post. And lastly members, we are at that time of year where from spring we move into the summer period and traditionally some of our tracks that are prepared and presented for racing uh, can move very quickly from a track with give to an overly firm race surface. Racing Victoria have agreed that they will remind track managers of the need to be vigilant with these tracks and to prepare them with the appropriate give. We would encourage members that if you have any concerns with the way the tracks are presented for racing across the next three months, please ensure you ring the office with your concerns. On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again our travels around Victoria in the last three weeks have seen us head to St Arnold's for their cup. Great meeting there and the trainers who were in attendance really enjoyed the day. Similarly at Geelong, uh, a big crowd there and great racing on their cup meeting. We went to Benalla recently to talk to trainers about the performance of their new sand track, which they're extremely happy with. We also attended a number of the metropolitan venues across the Spring Carnival with some great racing at Flemington, Caulfield, Mooney Valley and of course Sandown. Rick Cadeau coming down the outside. Dunedin is coming through in the middle. Dunedin, Rick Cadeau and Lucas Krennic. Dunedin is coming hard. Dunedin, Rick Cadeau. Dunedin and Rick Cadeau. They hit the line of photo finish between Dunedin and Rick Cadeau. Nothing in it. So we've also hit the finish line members. So it's Andrew Nichols signing off. And for everyone out there, happy racing. That's all, folks.